to the Patreon exclusive. <laughs> so what's going on with you though? So you know that my tenant moved in yesterday and um, I had went upstairs to change the light bulb and stuff. And, you know, I was just chatting with her and I was like, when is your furniture coming? And she was like, oh, um, my furniture is in storage and I don't have the money to get it out. Instantly a lump in my throat because she got three little girls. And I was just like, well, how much? And I shouldn't even be asking her this. I was like, how much is the storage? She was like, oh, it's like 150. But with the late fee, it's probably 200. Another lump in my throat because I'm like, I should give her the money to get her furniture so her kids won't be sleeping on the floor. So I, I, I held myself back, which I'm so surprised about. And I came downstairs and I immediately called my husband. And as, as I'm talking, my voice is cracking because her story is identical to me and my mom and my sisters when we were younger, down to it being charity care that paid for the apartment. Um, so I was telling my husband, I was like, it's, you know, even in the ages, like, you know, um, me and my sisters were like three years apart. So I was just telling him, I was like, I want to get her furniture out so the babies won't have to sleep on the floor. And he was like, Zena, you are not a social worker. You know, you are just the landlord. And he was like, do not get involved in people's lives like that because, you know, you 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 saw part it. And um, so he had to talk me off the ledge because I was just like, well, I'm going to give her my air mattress so the babies don't sleep on the floor. And he was like, well, what you going to sleep on? The babies can take sleeping on the floor. You can't right. sleep on right. the floor. Right, your back, mate, you know? <laughs> oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. Because, yeah, knowing you, you well, here's a Christmas bike for Christmas. I heard you guys talking. Here's three tricycles and all that. Like, man, listen, you're here to provide housing, fam. You've done that. You can check that box off. <laughs> That's why I say I don't think I can do tennis screenings because I'm just too much of a softy. Somebody start talking to me about their hardship. I'll be like, OK. And then two months later, shooting myself in the foot because they're not paying their rent. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. Yeah. Uh, for me, like I said, I'm just I'm very excited to start back work. Like I'm so excited to just go back so I can get this stuff going forward. Um, I already got a couple quotes for this flooring paying for these cabinets or I might do something, some small things like um, power wash the exterior, get the bushes trimmed. I got a big yard in the front. So it's like just making sure everything is just clean. So when they come in, I already have the comps printed out. You know what I mean? That's one thing that helps too. Like when my lady did that on her duplex. She got there. I'm like, yo, here's the comp on that thing. And then she, the comp came, ours came back higher than the comp because it was bigger. And that's, that's the same thing this should do. Wow. Wow. That so, is so, I knew when we first, when we first met, you showed me the dream house and you was like, fam, already ran the numbers. It's going to be a movie once we, you know, get in and updated and stuff. And just this, that you check that box off of your list is so inspiring because a lot of people will dream and dream and dream and dream, but never execute. And it's just like, man, you let two years pass and you still haven't done anything. The fact that you just was like, I'm going for it. And you did it. And the timing was perfect because it was right before the interest rate started to change and right. right before, you know, you left your job. So it was just like the perfect timing. So it was like meant for you to have that property. But the fact that, you know, you already ran it up, like adding almost $200,000 to equity in it. That's crazy. That yeah, so no, crazy. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. And for the people that's listening, that is why I'm doing an equity loan. I'm not doing a refinance. The reason why is because when you do a refinance, you get a new mortgage based on today's rates. And my original mortgage, when I got in on this, I believe is 3.25. Wow. 
Wow. But if I were to refinance, that whole new mortgage would be 6%, which is yep. near double, which means my payment would be balloon. So instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all that equity loan uh, just for the amount that I have in appreciation, which is less than my mortgage. So that way, it's a, it's a higher interest rate, but it'll probably be like a smaller payment because I'm not borrowing this much. Right. What I plan to do is buy the properties we buy. So let's say we buy, let's say, for instance, we buy four properties and our payment is $1,000 a month. Well, as opposed to just paying that payment back out of pocket, I'll divide the payment between those four properties. So if the payment was $1,000, but we bought four properties, well, I would take 250 away from each one of those properties when running the numbers. You mean from the cash flow? Yep. Yep, yep. And so that's all transparent. What you did was paperwork, but the money is actually not coming out your pocket. So that's dope. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those though. So yeah, then that's the plan on that one. And then once this tenant moves out, this tenant from hell moves out in December, I plan on uh, redoing that unit and then taking out, I believe between like 40 and 60, depending on how the value come back on that one, which it'll take my cash flow from around a thousand to maybe five or six hundred dollars. But with that 40 to sixty thousand dollars. I might put that in the stock market because the stock market is down. I still think December is usually a bad month anyways. I think it'll still be down then. Park that in there and just let that just be, I don't know, nest egg, whatever you want to call it, but just kind of like money I kind of forget about and just move on. Right, right. Are you going to buy any crypto? No. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I mean... I think you got to be somebody that does deep research and I'm just like a, I'm a surface level nigga. Like, like, okay, Apple. Okay. I'm on my Apple laptop right now. I got an Apple phone. You know what I mean? Tesla. I see them shits all the time. Okay. It's electric. You ain't got to pay for gas. Gas is up. You know what I mean? I'm just doing what makes sense. I'm not one of those. Oh, is this is the new Vanguard company. that's going to be Apple in the next 30 years. It's a competitor. Yeah. I ain't got yeah. time for that, man. I'm parking my money and I'm forgetting about it. And I'm yeah. parking my money and shit. I'm going to see all the time. Exactly. That's that is um, Warren Buffett's method. He goes by things like I think his biggest um, sh- um, ownership in um, stocks is with Coca-Cola because he likes Coca-Cola. It's been around for a long time. It's, it's a stable company. So he he buys the things that he knows, too. So that's that's a really great strategy. Um, so, so let's talk about the, the tenant from hell, because <laughs> I've got some really funny texts from regarding that situation yeah she 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 down there and part of why i'm going back to work man <laughs> i don't know if that's a good or bad thing but she didn't play the part and she don't even know it even though every right. time she calls me and i don't want to talk i say i'm at work but um <laughs> so um okay i'll just give you guys a story so i'm prepping the exterior to sell uh, to sell it right so i got paint going on I'm getting a, a concrete work done in the back. So I believe Memorial Day, I get a text saying, hey, there's police presence in front of your house. And I'm like, okay, like, well, it ain't taking me. So, uh, you know, texting me back, it was like, well, the lady downstairs, they took her husband. I think it was a domestic issue. I'm like, oh, okay, well, okay. Well, they did their job. Like, I ain't supposed to do nothing. And then uh, the next day, I'm going back to the property to kind of walk around with the painter like, hey, what are we doing with this? What are we doing with that? And all I hear is help. 
help, help. Okay. I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? Like, it's not like it's coming from the house, but I'm like, huh? So they walk around, we're like, who is that? He's like, this, my, to this name. I'm like, oh, okay, is she, Tremaine, is that you? I want to say no so bad. Like, no, oh, this is Jeff. <laughs> like, what you want me to do? I'm not, you know what I mean? So we, we go around to the back, and then she's like, uh, come in. Mind you, backstory, she told me that she had problems with seizures, so she wanted an emotional support dog. And mm-hmm. I wanted to charge a security deposit and additional rent every month, which is illegal if it's an emotional support dog. Oh. And she kept fighting me on it. So I'm like, you know what? Just go ahead. It's an emotional support dog. So I'm thinking like, you know, a little dog. dog, you know, just something that's not like, you know, bro, I get to the door. It's this pit. <laughs> and it's barking loud. And she's like, yeah, come in. I said, I'm not coming in unless you move that dog out the way. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. no, come on. It don't bite. I said, fam, unless you put that dog in a room, I'm not going nowhere. Right. So then I come in and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe he did this. And he's crying. She's boo-hooing. I walk inside the unit. There's stuff everywhere. When I say mm-hmm. everywhere, it looked like she just moved in. Like that's right. how many boxes it was everywhere. Mind right, you, right. she moved in since January. No, since December 31st. Wow. Like she made the living room into a bedroom. I'm looking around, the floors are scratched up in my head. I'm like, oh my God, I am screwed. Like this unit is terrible. And mind you, for people that's listening, this is the same unit I house hacked. This is my first triplex. Like I live, I fixed this unit up. I lived in it myself. Like I know how this unit is supposed to look. Right, right. It looks nothing like that. Oh my gosh. He has yellow curtains. Like I'm talking about like honey mustard yellow curtains <laughs> in the living room. She has a bed in there. Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh my, you know, like back in the day, your mom had like those big, stupid, giant dressers that weigh like 150. She has one of them in there. I'm like, oh my God. This is going to F my floors up. They is not picking this up. They dragging this on the floor. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so that's happening. She's telling me everything. I'm like, okay, well, you know, she's talking about she don't feel safe here. I'm like, okay, well, what if I found you a place elsewhere? She's like, okay, I will be open to that. I'm like, okay. So I kind of been looking around. So for the next two days, I get constant messages from my two tenants upstairs. Because mine used to, it's a triplex. She's downstairs and there's two people above her. I get text messages from my other tenants. She's yelling out for help on the stairs. She walked into the lady's unit down upstairs because she thinks he's going to come back. She's yelling out for help at one, two in the morning. She, I don't know if she's hallucinating, panicking, what. I even get a call on like that Thursday saying that she's in the middle of the street flagging cars down for help. They had to call the uh, paramedics. They took her to the hospital for a day or two, this, this, and that. So I'm like, okay, well, hopefully she'll get the help she needed because I can't really do nothing, you know, Right, right. at that point. So then after that, um, my concrete guys are still working. They lay the concrete down. Now, as you know, it has to get time to dry so that way yeah. it can harden. So I get a text message from them saying, hey, there's somebody jumping inside, going inside the house. Uh, did, did you expect anyone? I'm like, you really think I expected somebody to be coming to the house, jumping in from the side? Oh, you mean through the window? <laughs> yeah, through the window. He asked oh. if I was expecting someone. Like, oh, yeah, they don't mind him. That, that's Matt. Like, my nigga, he just jumped in from the side of the house. Hell no, I wasn't expecting him. Right, so right. Uh, it turned out it was the husband. 
the one mm-hmm. I guess they had the domestic issue with. But he stepped on the same concrete that I'm paying thirty six hundred dollars on, which oh. messed it up when it dried. Like it's still a footprint there, like a couple footprints. Uh, and when that happened, I was so annoyed. I'm like, yo, I think they both got to go. Like, it's yeah. excessive. I'm getting messages from my tenants two, three times a day, like yep. at night, beginning of the morning, afternoon, and then dinner, like back to back to back. So I'm like, they got to go. So I ended up uh, following a five day notice based on complaints or, you know, noise complaints. There was some reasoning. But I couldn't. I shouldn't have did that because what I didn't know is the tenant had filed she's a rent assistance tenant or i think section eight or one of them but she filed what's called like a domestic act where if you're a victim of domestic violence um you can break the lease but you have to Mm -hmm. sign a new one so but she cannot be kicked out personally because of that now she has an attitude this 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 and that i'm like okay cool So then I end up I end up apologizing. I'm like, you know what, my bad. I was just because because she ended up telling me that um he moved out, like he's not there anymore. So I'm like, oh, okay, you feel safer. My bad. Only reason why I filed that is because I didn't think he was leaving and I thought it was gonna just continue to get worse. She's like, okay, that's fine. This, 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 and that. Um, then the next month comes and I'm like, hey, you know, are you gonna pay your, you know, what happened with the rent? She's like, take it up with the city of West Dallas. That's the department of rent. So now uh-huh. she has this this big grudge, this big attitude. So I'm like, okay. So I get to looking it up. It's like it's so tricky. It's so tricky as far as getting them out. So she has six months left on her lease. I'm going to have to just be patient and just take it. And then I'm just not gonna renew at the end. But yeah, that's kind of what's been going on with this crazy tenant. But only thing this time has done is just taught me what I can do to prevent it going forward. So I got my method. Yeah. So it's part of the game. It would have happened eventually. Right, right, right. I remember when I first got my, when I first closed my property, um, this 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 guy, um, he's a property manager, and he was like, make sure that you are prepared for eviction. And I was like, what you mean? My my tenants, they pay, you know, being very naive, right? <laughs> like, yeah, they pay, it's all good. He was like, it's not a matter of um, if, but a matter of when, as a landlord, you're going to deal with an eviction issue, period. And I was just like, so taken aback, but I was like, oh, you're so negative. <laughs> like less than two weeks later, I was in that predicament. So um, I, I always get people DMing me and they're like, I want to buy a building, but I don't want, like, how do I deal with evictions? Like, that's the first thing on people's mind. And it's just like, like you said, you got to have your, 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 um, your your standards in place you know your your procedures in place and you know you have to have like a bulletproof screen and sometimes that doesn't come like off the rip especially if they don't come across a person like you to have like a course and you know this is the things that you should look out for so they're just like jumping out there as a new person don't really have any experience or any um, resources and you you gain that knowledge from being in those situations, right? So, you know, like with, with my tenant, I really didn't want to go through the eviction process because I was just like, it's going to take so much longer. It's going to get, extend her time. And all I kept doing was sending her like these nice text messages. Like, I don't want you to have a problem with you trying to find a new place. I'm not going to report it. I just want you to, you know, vacate, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, and finally, you know, like a week, a week later than she agreed to leave, she finally left. Um, 
I did have to do a massive cleanup job, but the fact that she was gone and I didn't have to go through the eviction process was like, was really dope. Um, but yeah, that's just, you know, like that person told me, it's just part of the game, like you said, and you just, you strengthen your procedures as you go along to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, I want the listeners to know if you're thinking about buying a building, don't let the fact of eviction is going to come up deter you because that's just part of the game. That's just what happens. It's like with jobs. That's not guaranteed. You know, a company could fire you at any time. How do you deal with it? You move, you keep it moving. So it's the same thing with owning property. You just making money off of it, you know? <laughs> that's a fact. And one thing I, I'm going to put in my head, like, okay, I'm going to do and put this in my on my leases is every six months is going to be an inspection. Mm-hmm. Probably walk through an inspection. So, and honestly, it ain't for them. It's for me. It's going to tell me, should I keep them or should I just let them go? Right. And right. I can already be right. prepping for it. So if we six months in and I walk through the property and it's not looking good, all this and that, okay, I'm going to start. When I walk through, I'm going to scope. I'm taking pictures and videos. They think I'm taking pictures and videos for my retention, which I am, but I'm going to take this like, to my contract. It's like, okay, this was looking like for this. This was looking like for that. Start again. Yep. So when I tell them I'm not renewing, I can already have my people coming in the day she's out of there, or the day they actually move out. Yep, yep. That's a good idea. Actually, that's something that I'm going to add to my when when I renew the leases for my tenants that there's going to be a six month inspection because, like you said earlier, when you inherit tenants, they're stuck in their ways, and when you deal with an absentee landlord. If they just run crazy, like, you know, like a substitute teacher. So now that I'm here and I'm more engaged, it's just like, yes, I need to take a look at my units to make sure there's no holes in the walls, that there's no rips in the carpet, you know, that you're not things that you're not reporting to me, like leaks, you know, because um, my water bill has been pretty decent. But, you know, if you don't report a leak and, you know, time has gone by, you could be messing up the wood underneath, you know, it's just like a lot of things. So me having eyes on the property myself, like you said, you take a note of things that need to be repaired. If you decide not to renew their lease, or if you do, you just know what, you know, okay, we need to do, we need to take care of this. So you're going to have to give me access on this date. So my contractor can get in there and do whatever, but that's, that's, that, that would be a really good practice to do that inspection. And, you know, the photos and, you know, you could ask them, like, how the hell is Hogan in the wall? What is going on up here? And I know one of the books that I read, they they charge the the, the, um, the resident for it. So, like, if there's a clog in the toilet and the plumber finds that there's a, a pad in there or a tampon, it's just like, why are you flushing that down the toilet? Now I'm going to charge you for that. But it has to be stipulated in your, in your lease, you know, in your process and procedures. Do not do this or I'm going to charge you that. So I'm going to be a lot more stringent with the next lease, Um, you know, because when I took over this one, it was the height of the pandemic. I didn't want to rock the boat too much because people was already stressed out. But the first time (laughs) (laughs) nobody wants to stress tennis out the first time. I tell you, are you raising rent? I'm like, no, I'm not raising rent. Yeah, that was like, no, I want to collect rent and get out of here. I'm nervous. But yeah, so it's definitely going the first time around. Right, right. So, um, but yeah, it's, you know, now, now that I have, you know, three units occupied, I just had my anniversary for this building. So technically and legally, I can move out and rent this unit because, you know, with FHA, it's only occupied for a year. So my how year is- How's that up first to- year been? Now, now that it's been a year, like, how's that first year been for you? It's, it's good with the exception of my tenant not paying the rent. 
Um, but I still was able to, you know, manage everything um, because most of the rent was paid from my other two tenants. Um, and I tried to work with that tenant. You know, she had got let go from her job because of COVID. And then when she got another job, it was only part time. So she just couldn't afford the rent, period, no matter what we did. So um, she did try to get rental assistance and all that kind of stuff. But um, and they denied my application. And I'm just like really irritated about it because they was just like, your paperwork don't match. And I'm just like, so you're just going to close the case and not ask me about the paperwork? Like, I just thought that their whole procedure was really ass backwards, but it was a new program because of the pandemic. So they didn't have all of their um, processes in place or what have you. So I, I don't have a recourse to, um, appeal it because they don't have an appeal process, but just knowing going forward, I'm not going to give a tenant months to get themselves together. After that first month, I, I need you to leave because I need a paying tenant in here. I can't depend on the fact that some rental assistance program is going to help you. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like we always say, it's a business and I can't have my business hemorrhaging money because that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, so aside from that, everything's been really good. My other two tenants, you know, one of them, I was able to help her get Section 8. So now she pays market. My other tenant, um, he, you know, he's never late. He pays like nine o'clock in, in the morning on the first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's been dope. I've done some work around the building or what have you. Um, I but, have a question for you. Huh? I, I, I need Zena Dixon Inc. advice on this tenant thing. So you remember a few months ago, I told you about my other triplex, how it was a woman saying that um, she's asking for another place to stay because she's in an abusive relationship. Right. And remember, I was telling her boyfriend was talking about moving out of state and was pressuring her to go and all this and that. Well, when I end up, you know, saying, OK, well, if you want to move, I don't have anywhere else for you to go. But if you want to move, that's fine. I'll keep your security deposit. But, you know, the best thing is for you to be safe. Right. Well, she ended up going back on and saying, no, well, uh, I was going, I was listening. I'm like, okay, I already have my original listing photos from when I listed their apartment the first time. I was just going to list it back on there for whatever date she told me she was going to be moved out. Right. She ended up falling up and being like, no, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm thinking, you know, he went out of state mm -hmm. and she liked being there. Well, two days ago, I got a text asking, can we uh, change the locks? I have an abusive ex-boyfriend. Something, something, something. And I text back. Same, I, same girl. Oh. I text back. I said, wait, I thought you told me he moved out of state. One, two, if you really feel like you're in danger, you need to contact the police and file a restraining order. And three, I can have the locks changed this weekend. You know what I mean? Like that's that's <laughs> no problem. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then I get a number from a random call from a 414 number. And it's the boyfriend. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm, I don't put my hands on her. I mean, I've been paying the rent the last three months. She ain't even working. Oh, man. So I'm like, I got rent for you right now. And it was the 30th. Right. And I'm like, huh? And uh, then uh, he's sending me screenshots of their conversations. And it's crazy. When I say crazy, like crazy. She like, yo, you ain't care about paying that rent. You wanted to bust that nut. I'm like, oh, my God. What did you just say? <laughs> huh? I'm like, why are you sending me this? I'm a landlord, man. I don't want to hear about all this and that, man. And she's like, oh, you, she's like, you a bum. You're going to be homeless. And my landlord know about you. 
And I'm just like, oh my God, why are y'all telling me this? Oh my God. So now I'm at the standstill where I'm like, is it an abusive relationship or is it just a toxic relationship? Right. Oh and my then, God. Ooh, do I step in and say something? Because she's on the lease. He's not, right? Right. But if he's really been paying the rent, and let's say, for instance, I say, okay, well, he got to go. He goes. She stays. She don't pay rent. And then I give her a five-day notice. Guess what she's going to call to come up with the rent? <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. But I just want to go back to the process and procedures, because like you said, you're going to start doing inspections every six months. Do we recheck their job situation like every six months? Because that's a perfect scenario to show why we, we should do it. Do you still have the money to afford to live here? You know, I, I don't I don't think every six months because me, I've been fired before, so. I don't think I would do that, but on the lease renewals for year, for sure, I'll have them resubmit check stubs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And still verify jobs. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know t- two of my tenants, uh, well, actually all three of my tenants, um, they have a uh, fixed income. They get paid from the government, you know, like retirement or what have you. Um, but yeah, that's, that's crazy. I don't know who so, was talking about that. So what I'm they- going to do is nothing. I'm going to get the locks changed. And if she want to kick him out on her own, she can kick him out. But I've done my job. I'm not stepping in saying, I think you should do this. Because like I said, if I do all of that, I say he got to go. He gets kicked out. She's going to tell me she ain't got a rent. She got to get a job, this, this, and that. And then I give her a five-day notice. She's going to call him and say, yeah. I'm behind on rent. Maybe, well, maybe we can work it out and all this and that. <laughs> and now he's back paying rent. Back in the house and not like mine when it's like, I should just mind my business. That's not my business against the relationship. I deal with the tenant that's on the lease. That's all I'm going to do. That's true. That's true. But what you got? <laughs> what would you do in this situation? <laughs> he got us talking so much. I'm like, hey, yo, fam, I'm at work. You know, oh, okay, my bad, my bad. I'm like, I got to go off the phone with you. Like, let me say this number so I know not the answer. And then he sent me the conversation and him talking to her. I'm thinking, I'm, I look at the contact. Like, let me see what, like, where she put the name. It's just like a rat emoji. I'm like, why are you sending this to me, man? Wow, that is that is so much information. Um, I think I would probably do the same thing as you. Like, I can't I can't determine if it's a domestic violence thing. It, you have to determine it as the as the person. But what I can do is I can change the locks and let you know. Don't be giving this nigga the, another key because if I got to change the locks again, it's you're gonna pay for it. I'm gonna invoice you. Um, the other thing is, like you said, when her lease is up, then you verify employment and all that kind of stuff because you want to make sure that the person on the lease is the person that's going to be paying you rent. Um, I mean, however she gets it, but the fact of the matter is you do want somebody in there that has a job <laughs> and not depending on somebody else because if he'd be like, well, deuces, I'm out of here, then, sh- then she's asked out and that means you're asked out. But um, wow, you be having the craziest stories. <laughs> Like I said, I got that phone call. I was feeding my son like applesauce. I'm looking up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And he tells me stuff about himself. He's like, yeah, bro, I've been clean. I stepped selling drugs eight months ago. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Congrats, fam. Like, what you want me to say, man? 
That is crazy. That is crazy. You know, it's so funny because sometimes I'll be thinking, you know, when I introduce, you know, myself, because, you know, for some reason, everybody wants to know who the landlord is and they want to put a face with a name. I'm like, should I tell them that I'm a police officer? You know, because <laughs> maybe they won't be trying to act so crazy, you know, if they know their landlord is a police officer. You know, I don't know. There's a landlord that owns a four unit down the street and he's a police officer. And he, he never has any issues with his tenants. So I'm like, maybe it's something to it. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Yeah, it's just just young couple stuff, man, with tenants. I was talking to my guy. He said that was the same thing where it was like every six months to go to text him like, can you take him off the lease? Is that possible? And then the next month, she'll get a cash app from dude for the rent. And it's like, do you just tell me to take dude off? Right, right. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of them. It's so funny because when I had my inspection for Section 8, the inspector, we talked for like 40 minutes. And he was saying that um, he owns a lot of rentals and stuff like that. He's actually a millionaire. He owns a, like a million dollar um, brownstone in Harlem. He owns buildings out here. He got money. And I was like, so why are you still an inspector? He was like, because this job helps me meet a lot of people. Because everybody that wants to have rentals got to go through me. Mm. so he was like i'm good friends with the chief of police because he got buildings you know a lot of the um a lot of the contractors a lot of the councilmen like he's he's in there because he's done inspections for all these people right so he was just saying um he was like the young couples are the ones that's the problem because they may have a job but because they get so caught up in their lives and you know especially if they don't have any children yet they they don't they don't value where they live they're just like well I'll just get another place if I you know you know lose my job or you know lose my apartment they don't have that staying power like an older couple might have that's you know more stable or whatever and it was so funny because um he was like one time he was renting out and you know and this is totally a stereotype but this is what he shared he was like the girl rolled up she was really loud she had these blue braids in her hair and you know popping her gum and you know this and that and he was just like nah because he was like I know she's gonna be drama and I just thought it was so funny because for me I was just like I've grown up around that I used to be that girl with the blue braids well not really but you know and I was just like but I was always always responsible so it's just like do you go by that or you know it's it's like a slippery slope when you're you know, a landlord and you're trying to make sure you get good tenants, I think, in that regards. That's, you a, know, fact. That's a fact. Like, um, I was talking to my my sister, because my sister bought her first duplex, like, last October. Uh-huh. She's like, it's crazy, because, like, every time I used to pay rent, I used to pay rent late. And now, somebody pay me late. I'm staying at that phone. I'm like, yeah, it's different when it's you. <laughs> it's different when it's your money, man. It's totally different. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I get, I get rent late. I'm mad. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yes, you be tight and you take it personally. Because when my tenant wasn't paying, I was like, yo, we've been texting. I don't give you an extension. How could you do this to me? And Fred was like, you are taking this way too personal. It's business. She's not paying. Start the eviction process, plain and simple. And I was just like, but she's young and, you know, she lost her job and now she only works part time. He was like, what does that have to do with you? She, if she can't, if she's working part-time and she can't afford the rent, she probably can find someplace cheaper. She don't need a two-bedroom. It's just her. She don't have no kids. She don't have no boyfriend. Maybe she can find something cheaper. So you just make it easy for her and, you know, let her know, you know, I don't want to evict you. Just go ahead and, you know, do your thing, move out and, you know, we good. 
And that's what would wind up happening. But he was like, you too soft. I, I don't want you choosing the tenants. Get somebody else to choose the tenants. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. But yeah, it's real though. It's real because my lady don't have her property where tenant was always late, always late. And we put that notice five days. You have to pay up everything. Guess what yeah. we got? Rain in full. Yeah. Yeah. That usually will do it. That's what it took? Okay. We doing that the six of every month now. Yeah. Unless somebody's back is really against the wall, like this girl's, you know, I think when you get that five-day notice, you you making it making it pop. If you got to go do something strange for a little bit of change, you, hey. you make it and it's paid. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You borrow, go borrow fifty dollars from you know eight people. You know <laughs> do what you got to do, but yeah, we ain't we ain't playing with that. So yeah, she did that. Okay, that's what it takes. Okay, every month on the six, we gonna put that on there. Yeah, yep, yep. And it gotta be like clockwork. It can't be sometime, you know, because the tenants. That's how you train them to respect your rules, you know, as the new landlord. So exactly, like. exactly. Oh so, yeah, <laughs> crazy as hell, man. Crazy. I got, I got I'm, screenshots. I'm just bro. like, what are you sending me, man? <laughs> like, you sending me an argument between you and your female? Like, yo, what am I supposed to do with this? That is so funny. That is so funny. You be having the funniest stories, for real. <laughs> but it'd be real life. I didn't make it up. Like, he really sent me screens. I'm reading the conversation. It's just like, yeah, you want to, you want to trip about that money. You want that night. I'm just like, this is way TMI. This is too much information. Like, way too much, man. And like I said, I seen the emoji. I'm like, this dude is crazy, man. Like, just a rat. Not no Radiana, just like a rat. That's it. That <laughs> is terrible. Girlfriend. I'm like, that is crazy. That is crazy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop now because my face is hurting from laughing okay. so much. <laughs> it's facts though, it's facts. So yeah, uh this is exclusive. We uh have this on our Patreon when we open it up in 2025, whenever we actually do it, but this content will definitely be on there. Facts, facts. <laughs> all right, well, that's gonna do it for this one. If y'all want to tap in, be sure to click the link, follow us, all of that, and then we're gonna just tap in with y'all later. <laughs>